Coming in hot, like usual, and I'm Stove. So here we go, week three of the Premier League, and finally week one of Serie A. So, Wally, overall thoughts over the weekend? Well, of the weekend? As you can see by my tone of voice, kind of sucked for me, for both my Premier League and my Serie A team. Um, get right into it, I guess. Sure, we could hop right in. I mean, how do you feel about uh, Serie A coming into play? Uh, I was really excited about that. I mean, uh, I didn't quite get to catch all the games that I had wanted to. Just, uh, you know, logistics. Um, Damn logistics. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, it was good. It was a good weekend for a lot of teams. Oh, I, the, I have the, a sweeping declaration for after. The, for the big teams. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's good. And uh, especially on the zone, again... It's nice to see, and it's, uh, I believe I heard new commentators, if possible, and I like the new fresh look of the Serie A logo too, actually, uh, nice little uh, change-up. I didn't notice. Ah, well, I like I'm the ball. a bit more observant. The ball is so simple, I like it. I re- that's the detail I picked up on. Stove likes balls, apparently. And vitamins. But uh, mainly balls. So, I mean, this, this throws in a whole new wrinkle here to Sock Talk, I mean... With Serie A now coming into play, we are gonna, um, how do you say that? Split up our time. Yeah, we're gonna bit. we're gonna attempt to not have a four hour episode. Uh, so no more, no more uh, summaries of the Sheffield uh, Sheffield attendance, and the noticeable cars in the parking lot that week. Uh, got <laughs> the, that well. The different uh, different condiment on the pie this week. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna be going a little bit more uh, brief. Still with our match of the week focus and uh, try to cover two two leagues in a conveniently timed episode. So uh, without further ado, let's kick it off with. Uh, I mean, where do you want to go first, Wiley? I mean, we could start off with in the city, I guess. You want to start Parma? Yeah, first first game week. I mean, okay. Let's kick it off there. Here's my sweeping declaration about Serie A. I think Serie A is lit now. <laughs> well, I think it's gonna be lit. No more falling asleep on Sundays. My God. With Rai just putting you to bed after you stuffed these your face at were, Nanda's house. These games were incredible. Like, wow. Like, uh, you, wouldn't have, you, would have, you wouldn't have known any better you were watching Serie A. Out of the top five leagues, they had the most goals scored over the weekend. Oh, great first week. Uh, great first weekend there in Serie A. And uh, we'll hop right into it. So, uh, it's the Sock Talk Classico, Juve Parma. <laughs> and uh, the old firms. I mean, I guess they're disappointed. It wasn't exactly a firecracker that we got last season. No, uh, no 3-3 draw at the annual Tardini. Uh, this was um, a bit more one-sided, definitely. <laughs> um, definitely more one-sided. Good start. I didn't, I didn't get to watch the game in full. I saw bits and pieces here and there. Uh, based off of what I saw, it was pretty much just Ronaldo who was... He came to play. Y- yeah, he, he had a purpose and... Uh, I was a bit surprised with the starting lineup for Juve. It was more their old guard, uh, Kadira starting with Matuidi, 
Bonucci, well, that's what I was, as I was well. surprised with the midfield because we were so hyped like going over our transfer show and stuff. We were hyped to see this new look Juve, this new look midfield especially. We got a very similar lineup to uh, to old Juve last year, and uh, noticeable people not there. So in terms of the newbies, no Danilo, no Rabio, no Ramsey, and no Delit. So not exactly who I thought was going to be starting, and Higoin starting. So uh, it's good to see he's back. It's good to see he's back. Solid game overall. Linked up well with uh, linked up well with CR seven up front. Um, so I mean, good start to the season for Juve. They get the three points away. Uh, only the one goal to show, but definitely could have had more in this game. Uh, obviously, it's still working out the kinks. Uh, still haven't introduced the new uh, most of the new bodies yet. But uh, good start. Happy. Uh, pretty, I guess, solid defensively because they didn't give give up many opportunities to Parma. No. Uh, Parma, you know, they had that one really very good chance with Inglese. Bobby uh, English. Yeah, Bobby English, you know, my favorite spy. Um, he had that one chance that came up. That there. half chance. Yeah, it, took, it was yeah. very, very lucky, but... Uh, yeah, he took it well. Like yeah. he, uh, he, no one begged him to shoot, and he did, you know. Didn't see really a Gervinho tear it up like he did last year. Um, you know, it, it's, it's obviously Juve, so it's not like I was expecting a, a win. But, tough, um, tough first game of the season for Parma. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Not ideal fixture to start the season against the champs. No, that's it. 2019-2020 Champions League winners. It's uh, <laughs> That's a bold move, Cotton. It's, uh, we'll, see how, we'll see how it plays out for them. But no, I mean, let, listen... Let's start here. Uh, early on, we have a, a Ronaldo chance header, Kadira cross. That was interesting. Kadira making yeah, an offensive back, pass. Back in the old uh, Madrid days. Yeah, but solid cross by Kadira. Picks up the ball over on the right side. Uh, Slight outside the box. Cross. Ronaldo darts inside. Darting run. Great header. Jumps in front of the center back. And uh, he hits it over. Like, not skies <laughs> it, but really thought he should have scored there. Yeah, early in the game, so, you know, got that Ronnie rust. But... Uh, Man, he, he hit it with so much emphasis. Deserved a goal. Sadly, he didn't get one. Sadly, he did not get one. So, game remains 0-0. Zero, zero. And now we move on to the goal. So, uh, corner. Yeah, a bit. Uh, corner comes in, cleared out. Seppe, your favorite goalkeeper of all time. Nah, it's not my favorite. If he's not my favorite, he'll kill me. You know? Well, there you go. Definitely, <laughs> Definitely in the mob, he's... Seppe. But, uh, so yeah, that's where my, uh, that's where my loyalties lie. Um, I mean, corner comes in, gets cleared out. They don't deal with it properly. They end up, uh, Juve end up taking a shot. Bah. Half shot. It was a half shot. Very tidy finish, though, by Chiellini. Giorgio's there, a little poacher, fox in the box. I'm wondering how it went in, because I looked at it a couple of times, like, but, man, how did he get that in there? He did well, the toe poke. He rearranged his body, toe poke. He looked like a solid number nine there, Giorgio. <laughs> so, uh, good for him. 1-0, first goal of the season for Juve. Uh, everyone looked pretty pumped. I love it. Let's keep the party going. Uh, here we have great play. Man, but a lot of one-touch passing by Juve in this game. I think that's what we're going to start to see with, with Sadi's system in, in general there. Oh, once he comes back on the sideline from his pneumonia, hopefully he'll uh, yeah. still a bit more... Uh... Keep up the great work because uh, I've been over, you could already see signs of that, that quick play, you know, short passing and stuff. So... Did this you, is a notable. Did you see uh, like improvements in terms of um, intensity compared to last season? I mean, it, I'm not gonna judge it off a one game sample size. I didn't pay much attention to the preseason, and uh, and even the, this game. I mean, it's 
week one, I mean, you're always working out the kinks. People are not at full fitness, and so it's tough, you know. But uh, we'll definitely keep an eye uh, on that. I'm expecting it, though, because that, that was a very lackluster Juve side last year with Allegri. So uh, we'll see. But uh, this chance I wanted to uh, talk about is uh, another Ronaldo chance. Um, so this is the one where he hits it wide left, I believe. So the play starts off. Costa, Diego Costa. Jesus. Close enough. Douglas. Douglas Costa starts off with the ball uh, over on the right side. One touch inside to Pjanic. Pjanic inside to Higuain. Higuain first time to Ronaldo. Ronaldo takes it off the chest. First touch into space. And then he sh like drags it wide left. Uh, commentator went ballistic yeah, on this I, goal. I, he said, <laughs> oh, and a great goal. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. He was expecting that to <laughs> The commentator the definitely jinxed there. it. So, like, big F you to this guy. But it's fine. I mean, uh, I thought he would have scored too. But uh, solid play by Juve, though. Again, the quick passing. Higuain, I mean, if he keeps it up like this, I mean, he could start any day for me. I mean, this is this is good play. Good, uh, good hold-up play. Well, hold-up play. Link-up. Link-up play, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo clever. He, he's always touch, been though. that type of player who's who's pretty quick uh, in terms of the, the quick passes in, in front of the box. You know, he'll get his chances. He'll bury them when he does. Uh, but this is how he's gonna have to play though, because I mean, last season I'm sure it didn't feel good that Ronaldo came in and they shipped him out. You know, I'm sure he he knows how it was in Madrid when Ronaldo took over the the mantle. Now he comes to Juve, basically kicks Higuain out of Turin. Basically, he comes back. He's going to have to play this way. I mean, he can't just go selfishly go in and selfish Gonzalo, you know. It's not going to work. Uh, it worked this game well. So, Ronnie takes that great first touch with his chest. Do you know who he leaves in the dust by this great touch? Bruno Alves. Bruno Alves. Yeah, his compatriot. Oh, yeah. I saw his great hair. Sickest just, guy. Just leaving him. Oh, sickest sick center back. Trail of dust. Yeah, he definitely didn't see that chest touch coming. I mean, who did? But uh, Bruno, step it up. Uh, he's 38. Yeah, but uh, no matter no matter what, no matter the age, always a bellow. <laughs> bellow is permanent, just like class. And that's uh, that's Bruno Alves for you. Um, so Ronnie misses that chance. Now we get to his offside goal. <laughs> now, what were your first thoughts when you look at Listen, it live? I thought you think? very nice goal, and then I'm like, ah, oh, he's called back for offside. I, I'm taking a look. I'm like, wow, that was. I mean, so minimal. You see him you holding know, his run, his holding head. his run. You know he's just like so eager, and it's not Costa's fault because unless Costa like hit it first time, he had no chance to set him up. You know, so it's not a question of Costa taking too many touches. It's just, it's just the way the play materialized, and man, he holds his run, holds his run, and ah, oh, I thought it was perfect. I mean, ah, oh, a good finish too. Like he, the way he like kind of holds it up, step over to the right foot across the body, goal like a very nice goal, offside. Ah. Oh. Disappointing. Um, I mean, fuck. <laughs> well, sorry about that, folks. No, but it, it's VAR, man. It's really stressing me out. Listen, he was offside. It, was he, though? Well, yes, his, his head was definitely offside. Okay, but nobody would have called that. No, no, of course not, but... Those, are the, off, those are the rules. Like, it's uh, not a, yeah, but it's, it's, these are the rules now in 2019. Nobody would have called that uh, offside ever. If the linesman had spotted it... Last year, uh, there's nothing before. to spot. Like, uh, Nick and I couldn't even uh, tell that. Are you kidding me? If, I don't know. If the, if the most precise linesman would have caught it and called it offside, and we have we would have seen it, then fine. I'm just saying. Yeah, I didn't think it was offside to begin with. But, I mean, that's that's the whole point of VAR, obviously. 
in, in this case, it's technically he got it right. It got it right, but ish. I mean, I don't know. Again, they drew these lines. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, interesting. So I mean, you know, Ronaldo doesn't open up his uh, doesn't open up his account for this season just yet. Uh, we'll see how he fares against Napoli over the weekend. Uh, then we have Costa again linking up well with Ronaldo, who skies at this time. This is a proper sky. So, but again, these highlights, all Ronnie, the only one that looked motivated to get going. And then we have, uh, I mean, just overall, I mean, I thought his performance as it was, I mean, very energetic. Um, he was kind of, you know, he came up everywhere in this game. He was the only positive, like, threatening person uh, on Juve, besides Chiellini, obviously, for the goal. Um, but very promising signs for the 34-year-old. I, I love seeing the energy and hunger. Uh, I think he's going to be a man on a mission this year. Uh, very hungry. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes for Ronnie this season. Uh, I do appreciate it. One last thing, at full time, did you, uh, did you have eyes on Ronnie uh, at full time? No, I didn't see what happened? He, he, he full time whistle goes. He does a few fist bumps, <laughs> and then he, he claps, and big smiles. And this is this is this may seem little, folks, but this is great to see because I've seen him in Madrid. I've seen him in games where where the game doesn't go his way personally. The team wins, but he missed a few chances, didn't score, especially doesn't score. Then at full time, you could tell like he the frustration, like the disappointment. This game. Got the result. He didn't get his personal results, but very happy at, at full time. I think he's become a much more team player since he's moved to Juve. There just seems to be a bit more like family feeling. I, I don't know if it's the fact that it's Italy or, or something like that, but it just seems more family focused. Well, they're on like a, a much more fun. I mean, they had fun at Madrid for sure. Uh, yeah, Madrid. But I feel like the too many like individual egos over there. I feel Madrid was getting a little bit toxic, um, and this Ayuva now they're on a mission. You know, they're on a collective mission. It was kind of like Madrid when they were chasing chasing La Decima, and then they ended up winning Champions League every year, and then it just became that that obsession. You know, that that kind of we have to, we have to. Ayuva, you know, this is this is big. This is a huge season. It's a it's a major major year for Ronaldo. I mean, if if he gets it done, I mean, this does this does wonders for his legacy. Three clubs, three different, uh, three different Champions Leagues with three clubs. That make him six in total. If he wins Champions League, uh, and uh, if he's at all part of this run, he's probably gonna win, uh, you know, best player. So a huge year. Um, I mean, uh, I'm pretty pumped. I mean, I thought last year they were gonna first year, you know, bring the trophy home. It's gonna be this season though, so that's promising. But let's get off, uh, let's get off Juve's nuts for a little bit. Uh, where do you want to go, Inter? Uh, not quite yet. So down to Florence, uh, where Napoli took on Fiorentina in a, a thriller uh, in Manila. Oh, a Serie A but, classic. Um, yeah, so Napoli beat them 4-3. Your grandkids' uh, grandkids will be watching Juice. this game. Oh, yeah, I betcha. Um, ended 4-3 for Napoli. Insigne, two goals, two assists. It was just a great advertisement for uh, for Serie A, and um, it was a very exciting game. Even the goals, though, the goals were great. Yeah, like yeah. it's not like a four three goal of own goals. You know, it was a man beautiful goals, super impressive. Goal number one, a sexy, sexy penalty. I don't know the gentleman who scored, but man, what a lovely penalty. Do you recall this? No, I did not. Crazy penalty. I forget who scored, but wow, very like. 
I mean, my favorite penalty is like probably Jorginho, probably, <laughs> and, uh, and Martinez there in Atlanta. I love that penalty. It's one of the most dirtiest penalties I find, and the Panenka, obviously. But this was nice. I loved it. Loved it, loved it. Then we have uh, the Mertens equalizer. And you just knew, like, as he got his angle, his angle right, he opens up his body, he curls it. You know what's going in. I mean, it's Mertens and Serie A. Oh, I know who it is. It's Pulgar. Uh, he came from Bologna just uh, this season, actually. Yeah, this guy scored all of his goals last year, basically on penalties. No, he's uh, good at them. Chilean. Stove approved. Stove certified his penalties. So the Merton, uh, Merton's equalizer. Amazing. Um, then we get the penalty. Yeah, I thought that was a dive. Well, no, it was a dive. Well, hence why I think it was a dive. No, there's no thinking involved. <laughs> this is for sure a dive. Yeah, it's I clearly mean, a dive. He, I mean, he's going very down. clever by Mertens. Yeah. I mean, crazy clever. Even with VAR, it's... But even with VAR. So that's why, when I tell you F VAR, this is what I'm talking about. VAR doesn't solve anything. It, it's just there, like... And plus, the ref's ego get into it as well. Because of that whole thing where uh, VAR is mainly for clear and obvious errors that a ref made. But if the ref says, no, I saw it, and it was a foul, then, you know, he doesn't want to overturn it, you know? So, I mean, listen, he sees exactly what he's doing. He sees the defender stick out the leg. And Mertens pretends to be looking at the ball. He clearly drags his right foot. He, he initiates the contact. Goes down. Penalty. Insignia takes it, right? Yeah. All right. Great penalty again. Solid. Solid, solid work by Lorenzo. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess fair play to Mertens. I mean, that's uh, it's the name of the game. 2-1 Napoli. Then second half. I mean, pretty much back and forth at this point. Uh, Napoli scores. 51st minute. 56th. Uh, sorry, Fiorentina scores 51st minute, Napoli equalizes 56th. Oh, that Callejon goal. Yeah. I love that. That was, that was beautiful. I love a nice first-time shot. Because yeah. you know the thing? That was really nice. You, you don't need to... Bottom left corner that's like the thing. That? You don't need to blast it like that. I scored one of these in the warm-ups three weeks ago. <laughs> it was just like that. It was... Like, the ball comes across left to right and I don't hit think, it back. Um, I don't think that made the highlight real. No. Unfortunately. It, it did not, but y'all missed it. It was exactly like this, and that's the cool thing. You don't have to smash it. You just connect placement, and it was perfect. Ball taken by uh, by his uh, Cali Holmes. Uh, he's got some cojones. He's definitely got some cojones. So great spot by Insigne there. So he, I mean, he had a game. Yeah. Two goals, two assists. Uh, and Prince. And then we had Kevin Prince Boateng. Comes on for his debut. Looks super inspired. Turning back the clock with this goal. I mean, I mean, uh, <laughs> that was a pretty neat finish too. I mean, the very way, neat finish. The way he pretty much opposite direction of, of where he's pointing, um, and again, a couple minutes later, Napoli retake the lead. Uh, Insigne again, just coming in at the right minute, uh, sneaking in there. I guess maybe sometimes the defensemen don't see a guy that that's short. But listen, I mean, that's it's very hard to defend against that. I, mean, I, I don't know what you want them to do, per se. I mean, the ball comes in from Mertens, right? Great run by Callejon. I mean, Callejon, first time to Insigne in the middle. I mean, it's, it's almost undefendable. I mean, it's, I don't know, very tough break for well Fiorentina. Taken. Yeah, well taken. Uh, they deserve more. Um, I mean, the game should have finished a draw, probably the, fair, the fairest result. It does not. 4-3 uh, Napoli, so uh, still in the title race. <laughs> so very good. We're starting off well. That starting could have been over well. in week one. So I guess good news for the league. Uh, you want to go to Rome? Moving on. Well, we got two Roman teams, both scoring three goals. 
one of them winning, one of them drawing. Uh, so we got Roma tying at home against Genoa, 3-3. Three, three. Uh, Crazy game again. Chen Zegun there, actually. Beautiful goal. And uh, Jekyll as well. Very, oh, he he digs three so guys cool. and then just buries it. I didn't know he had that in him. Yeah. A tall guy like that. Like a player, to, though. Like he had that finesse to really... Uh, strength, too, because he was getting challenged towards the end when he got the shot off. Very nicely taken. Very good play by Jekyll. And then we have... Uh, Lazio. I mean, the game finishes by a tie because, I mean, we have to mention it. I mean, Chelsea legend Zapacosta, he fans on the winner here. Did you see this? Oh, no, I didn't see. Oh, okay. You're this still is talking hilarious. About <laughs> this is hilarious. You actually have to go see. The, it's the last highlight. It's hilarious. They have a clear chance to win the game. And Zapacosta, former Chelsea star, future Chelsea legend. Oh, yeah, because he's only on loan. Fans on it. It's the funniest thing. So, Roma drop points. Uh, Lazio, I saw um, Immobile's goal. Yep. Uh, he got... Uh, yeah, I believe he got two goals. Did he? Well, he got the chip. And he got the third goal as well. Oh, I think the third one might have been the chip. Anyways, two goals for him. Good for mm, He scored his 100th goal in Serie A. Uh, good for him. I always liked him, really. Um, always a very one-league player, though. I mean, he had that short stint at Dortmund. Didn't really do much. Came back to... Uh, yeah, Italians don't really to, fare yeah. well abroad. Not too like much. Like the English. Not too much. Yeah. They're very much domestic players. So, Yeah. It's okay, though. He could tear it up in Lazio and uh, enjoy his wife at home. So, <laughs> um, New baby. Yeah. Third. It's like they're always so just... scoring hat-tricks everywhere, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Multiplying. Uh, okay, so uh, let's do Inter now. I mean, we kind of called this. Yeah. Very impressive, though. Very impressive. Three, and five, also, two. you know what we called? We called Lukaku playing... Lukaku very playing very Lukaku well. Lukaku was uh, he was clinical. Standout he was a player. Game changer. Standout player. He looked uh, he looked like uh, he looked very impressive. Very impressive de- debut. He gets that goal and I mean even on the goal I mean his back's to goal so he's taking that target man spot. Plays the one touch to set up the shot initially. He follows up on the rebound. It's a great effort. Good. Uh, it's very good. Uh, reactions and very good instincts be in the right place at the right time well that's it but I mean, like his first touches too the, the whole game like he, he was just spot on uh, he was uh, it, it is what it is I mean that's that's. it looked like old school Romelu <laughs> yeah that's all it is and, uh, I mean, uh, just to mention just to mention the last goal because that is a goal of the week oh, for Kandreva. sure I always liked Kandreva man at Lazio he's one of my favorite players in Serie A uh but man, he, kinda, loves a, he loves a good crack. Kind of don't like that he shaved his beard. Um, but man, what a smack. Oh, He just laces this. And you saw him like, you know, like... Thinking about he's it. He's thinking. It took him a while to get the shot right. off. I'm well, like, it still goes but in. Then man, he was far out too. Almost no backlift on it too. It just, just takes a strike. You know, just a leisure little oh. stroll in the park. He laced it. Yeah. He laced it. Great goal. I mean, Inter look, uh, look very good. I think they're going to... I know it's only at home against Lecce, but still. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, uh, first game... It could have been a much cagier affair. I mean, first uh, first game with uh, with Conte as coach. Um, some new players. I mean, we picked them second. So we're, we th- we're thinking they're going to dethrone Napoli for the, could the be. best loser uh, position. I mean, <laughs> no, the first place loser, of course. But so they might pip them. Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Other notable... Um, bigger teams that played Milan not off to the greatest of starts 
they lost away at Udinese. And, uh, I mean, the new coach as well. Again, um, will be called. I mean, we're calling a very tough season for you, uh, for Milan ahead. Uh, what, what's, what's the guy's name? Giampaolo. Uh, he came in from Sampdoria, I believe, the coach. And he, he, he brought back the 4-3-1-2 formation. Uh, he started with Piontek and uh, who was next to him up top? I believe it was Castillejo. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, I mean, he's not a striker. The guy's a winger, so I'm not sure what exactly his thought was. Uh, he started Suzo Cam. We'll see if he continues with his, with his preferred 4-3-1-2 formation. We saw that a lot at Sampdoria. Um, we'll see going forward. I mean, it's, it's going to be a tough year for them again. It's just the fact that they're not in any European competition. They're all tough. All these years I mean, are tough. It's tough for Milan fans out there. All you listeners, I feel for you. Solid fan base, though. Much respect to the Milan fans. Every, you know, every club, most clubs go through these dark years. They'll come back. Solid club overall, they'll come back. Um, so, that mean, in terms of Serie A, you ready to go to England? Yeah, I think good. that's pretty well it for a Serie A. I mean, to sum up Serie A, the, the littest of opening weekends. I mean, couldn't have asked for better. Yeah. Crazy start. Love it. Keep it coming. Uh, I think Serie A might be a league to watch this year. It's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be interesting. I think the title race is gonna be a lot closer. But not only the title race, I Just think bigger two, players, three, four, that. Champions League spots are really up for a grab. I find, uh, especially with the league, it seems to be opening up more. It could be very interesting. Bigger, with, bigger people coming in. I mean, big names, yeah. solid, but solid, really solid names it's, though in Serie A now, and uh, the focus on on attacking and attacking soccer is gonna be great to see. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm expecting a solid push by, uh, by Italian clubs in Europe this season. I think they're really going to bring it. They're going to translate on the European stage. And, uh, I mean, we'll go over the Champions League groups when they get drawn later this week. But it should be, should be very interesting to see how uh, the Italian teams fare in Europe. I'm, I'm just, you're talking about teams um, in Champions League. Uh, just to mention Atalanta, we'll see who they get, they get drawn uh, with. They also won their first game, 3-2. Luis Muriel, on his debut, scored two goals. And he came on as a substitute. Um, so they started off well. We'll see if they can bring that same luck going forward in the Champions League. Time will tell. Off to England, buddy. Vamanos, up north. Want to Norwich and Chelsea? Yeah, we'll start off with that early kickoff game. Um, I actually watched that, that first half. <laughs> I love Norwich. I mean, uh, man, what a great, what a great first half. Actually, it was a great game. I mean, a uh, very good game. Uh, I mean, this game too. I thought probably should have ended in a draw. Probably, probably. I, I mean, a bit unlucky on on Norwich's end uh, again, defensively. Making that step up from the championship, they gotta be smarter. I mean, uh, they they just can't be as. Uh, as naive playing against a big team like that, I know it's in front of your own I fans. Playing Chelsea. <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's shots fired. That's pow, a pow, pow, pow. That's a burn and a half. Oh yeah, for all you Chelsea fans They're out be there, feeling that one all the way to the bridge. You bunch of trolls, <laughs> get back onto that bridge. So let's just hop right into it. I mean, our boy Tammy, Tam, Tammy doing Tammy things basically. The, the Tammy post. I mean, this is what we've come to expect now from uh, the Tams of all Abrahams. He's uh, very mad, but 
two goals in this game, but two really solid finishes though. I yeah. mean, he could be uh, he could be one to watch. Star in the making. I think he could yeah, him. If him and uh, our, our our boy Mason. Our, uh, our boy Mason Mason Jar Mason Bellow Mount Mason Jar, if uh, if they could you know stay stay at Chelsea, they could really create something for themselves. And what do you mean stay at Chelsea? Well, I just don't know what the future. Oh, okay. You mean for the means for them? For if the it means for Chelsea, future. I mean, as long as Lampard's there, I think youth has a bigger chance of of being part of the team. Well, look, it's gonna work. I mean. A pretty solid start to the year for Chelsea, despite the position they're in. I mean, played well at Old Trafford, played decent at home against Leicester. I mean, unlucky against Liverpool and Super Cup. In in those three games, they deserved more than what they got, I would say, overall, as an average. And then this game at Norwich, they came away with the three points. Performance-wise, I think, yeah, they they probably did enough to get a little bit more out of it. I thought we were expecting worse from Chelsea, to be honest. I'm pretty confident with the way they started that, like, I mean, they have to start turning these games into results like they did, you know, uh, over the weekend. This uh, this is good for them. But uh, I don't know. You know who else played well? Pulisic played a lot better. A lot better today. He had, I mean, an MLS assist. He got that second assist on the first goal. So uh, a great overlap. Like, he does that overlap pass to someone. And uh, the pass comes into Mount. Um, to Mount. Yes, to Mason Mount. I was thinking. For the first goal? Uh, no, for the... Was it the first goal? Well, yes. Aspiliqueta assisted the, the first goal. Yeah, so Aspi takes the overlap. Pulisic finds him. And then Pulisic gets a, an assist um, on the second goal, too. Oh, on okay. Tammy's other goal. He does no, get, Mason's yeah. goal. Mason. Yeah. Mason Jarmel. Um, I mean... So much better showing from him. Even Norwich, them as well. But just, again, pretty lackluster defending for, for Chelsea. Uh, Cantwell scores... A Pookie again, Pookie party. Oh, I have here my notes. Pookie makes me want to Suki Suki. <laughs> so Suki Suki, Suki is her name. her name. Oh God. <laughs> oh man, but what a what a legend. What a little finish finish fiend. machine. I mean, literally, he doesn't look like much of a footballer. Where does this guy come from? Oh, he's literally a Finnish machine. He's he's Finnish. Yeah, and he's a good. Oh, finisher. he's a finisher. Yeah, you didn't even get that pun. Well. Fair enough. Oh, no. No, I don't know where he came from, actually. Well, I mean, his father's balls. Well, naturally, as we all do. But um, uh, tidy, tidy little finish. I meant the announcers, though. Every time he goes to, like, hit the ball, they're like, Pookie! Like, they're expecting well, they're just fucking, expecting it now. These fucking belt... You got sorry, off to the... These belters, you know? What did you say? <laughs> belt buckles? I let something go. Oh, uh, I see. And it wasn't a fart. <laughs> so, I mean... Uh, Carry on. And uh, just one thing I want to mention on the on the Tammy uh, last goal. Does it become the winner or what was the score? Yeah, this game three anyway? two. Okay, so on the winner, uh, Tammy scores the goal to win the game. Um, great counter, uh, yeah, great counter attack by Chelsea though, and great spot by Kepa too, because the the play starts off te- ten seconds prior. Kepa has the ball, and instead of doing that typical goalie thing where they hang on to it too long and chill and just I, look good for the camera, plays the ball well with his hands, gets it out. Two, three passes later, Tommy has the ball in the back of the net. He's, uh, he's pretty good at, at getting plays started, I find. He, he's, quick, uh, he's quick to react, Kepa, to start the plays right away. He doesn't, like, hang on to it like some people we know. No, he doesn't. Uh, no, solid showing. Good for Chelsea. Three points. Um, all right, enough about Chelsea. Yeah. Manchester United at home to Crystal Palace. <sighs> Crystal Palace 2, Manchester United 1. Um, did not see that coming. No, I don't think 
anyone saw that coming. Nobody saw that coming. I mean, Palace, who were horrible last week against my main men, Sheffield. To be honest, they weren't that good this week. No. Two shots, two goals, and they leave Old Trafford with three points. So. Yeah, I mean, even the last goal was uh, Van Anholt, 90, 91st, 92nd minute. I mean, De Gea was soft on it. Kind of, yeah. I mean, he kind of gave that up as near post, and he pretty weak. let it go through his arm. Kind of typical of De Gea. I mean, he yeah, does everything well, of late. Similar, of late, that's nah, for sure. He's been doing this his whole career. I mean, more more often than he's amazing, more and then often he lets than in this the, thing where you're like, okay, so you're not the best goalie in the world. Is that how that works? Apparently not. But um, again, some penalty drama. Oh, it was Varmageddon in this game. Oh, not even that. I was talking about, you know. Who was taking the penalty this time? Oh, yeah. I mean, they got one penalty. I, I legitimately think they should have got at least two more. I mean... Oh, there sh- definitely should have been... Uh, the Martial, Martial one was definitely a penalty. Yeah. With VAR, you don't give that. I, I don't understand. And he's clearly pulled down. Yeah, I'm, I'm really unsure um, what the, some of these uh, decisions are. I mean, I mean... We'll get into it, but in the Arsenal game, when David Luiz tugs at Salah... That was very similar to what the Martial goal. And, I mean, David Luiz tugged at Salah and let him go. Yeah. The Martial one, I mean, he... He felt, I mean... I don't know. Yeah, we'll get into very that strange. one in a bit. I thought that should have been a, a penalty. But regardless, I mean, they did get one penalty at least for the foul. Um, I remember who got fouled now. It was Martial again, I think. Martial again? Yeah. I, I don't recall now. I, for, the, for, the, for the actual penalty? That was yeah. Me. I believe it was Martial again. So Rashford steps up, my boy. My boy Marcus, he steps up. And man, but again, the way he hits these penalties, I know the end result, but I'm still I'm still confident in the way he strikes it. I mean, he really lets it go. Um, this one, unfortunately, I mean, first of all, he hits the it's left like, post. It's not like the goalie saved it or it was a shit penalty. He hit the post. And the inside of the and post. And it was like, yeah. He hits the left post in. and it goes out for our goal kick on the right side of the net. It made no sense. I, mean, I thought I, that I was going to hit maybe the other post or just creep in, but whatever. I mean, that's a one-off. How many times does that happen? I mean, Marcus, I haven't seen him miss too many penalties. Marcus? I've never seen him miss a penalty. What do you mean? Well, there you go. Well, that's <laughs> point proven. I mean, anyways. He's missed one. <laughs> not good. I mean, you know, they draw at Wolves because of a missed penalty. They end up losing at home because of a missed penalty. I mean, it's not good. Uh, oh, man, it's unfortunate. But okay, fine. Daniel James. Great Sick goal. finish. Didn't Again. even realize how late in the game this was. The 89th minute. 89th minute. 89th minute. I thought when the ball came over to him, I thought the chance had gone. Because he took a touch. He kind of sh- like shaped up. And I thought, it was, oh. It was awkwardly positioned too. Like it was, I was expecting was a first weirdly... time shot or a quick touch shot. But it seemed like, oh, he wasted it. And he put it, again, in the one spot he could have. There was one part that was free. It was the toppest of corners. The he, toppest of corners. No, but he, he curls it in with, like, not a care in the world. Like, wow. <laughs> he basically passed it into the net. It was, it was nice. Passed it into the top corner, basically. I mean, wow. Crazy finish. Um, and then we have uh, Pogba loses the ball in midfield. Yeah. I mean, he won it on the, on the goal. He drives or for the penalty shot. I forget which one, but it was a similar play where he, he instead of losing the ball, he keeps it, makes a great pass, and they're on their way. This one, he ends so up losing the ball. that's fine. He, he can... I'm just saying, it's the same thing. Listen, you, you gotta take chances. No, of you course. You play safe. It's not. not it's not anywhere. him losing it. It's the fact that like, where's everyone else? Like, but but there were people back. That's the worst spot. But that's the worst it, like, part. But then why? Nobody's nobody's 
no, pressuring the because guy. And... I'll tell you why. Because Zaha gets the ball. All eyes on him. They all panic collapse to him. Nobody's following up with, uh, with uh, Van Holt or whoever scored. Van Anholt. Van Anholt. No one's following up with him. I mean, it's a, it's the Zaha effect where everyone's focused, you know. So, I mean, Pogba loses the ball. Yes. It, was it a dangerous spot? I mean, yes, no, it, it was central well, midfield. Yeah, but central like, midfield. But you have... I know. That's what I'm saying. You have guys back. back. Like, just defensively... Bit of a shambles. Unfortunately. I mean, one thing I noticed here in this goal... Uh, I mean, not even the goal. The game, I mean... Maguire and Lindelof, this game, they were way too far apart. Oh, yeah. the I mean, first, for goal, the first goal, I don't, I don't know what, what, what Maguire is telling Lindelof, but basically Lindelof pushes up way too... I, I said this before uh, before in preseason. They're going to get caught up way too high up. And Maguire, that's pretty much... He's just chasing him, and like he'll never catch Jordan Ayew. I mean, they're, the high up, they're high up, and they're very far apart. Like, Maguire's barely in the screen. But he's shouting at him too, and he's gesticulating to him you know i'm not sure what he's saying but it's either push up or like or fall back i'm push not up sure or shut up that's what it was <laughs> i think he's saying lock it up so i mean i listen i think it's still a partnership in work like in progress it's gonna get better this was definitely not a good showing for them um way too up way too spread apart it is what it is uh 2-1 at home i mean palace lucky against a palace yeah, yeah they, they, very they took lucky. the chances they That's pretty much it. as well. Ah, it's unfortunate. I mean, I don't like dropping points at Wolves, but I was okay with it. This I'm definitely not okay with. Uh, but it's okay. Long season ahead. 35, 35 games, games left. So long, long season ahead. Plenty of Old Trafford disappointments to go. So. <laughs> no long worries. season ahead to get plenty more depressed. We'll see. Before we get into the match of the week, because I'd like to end on that note. Um, just other score lines across the league. Uh, notable ones, Jamie Vardy, the party with Havardi, got his first goal of the season. Uh, your boy, James Madison, assisted. Um, other than that, they A end... modern-day Premier League baller. <laughs> Brought to you by Sock Talk. Jameson Madison. Oh, yeah, that's a whiskey I drink. Um, and then, I don't know if you saw the, the winner from Harvey Barnes, but... Matt, what a goal. Just laces it with so much power. No, I didn't see this one. Oh, man. you you got to take a look at this one. I saw Barty's goal, but I didn't see Barnes' goal. Yeah, it was pretty pretty nicely struck. Uh, They end up winning 2-1 away at Sheffield. Tuh. Sick. Bromel Lane, not doing too well. Bromel Lane, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, other than that, Man City won again. That's not even the best part. Um, best goal no, of the that goal, game. Uh, the free kick for one. Harry, Harry Wilson. On loan from... Wow. On loan from Liverpool. Crazy goal. Uh, man, that was... Yeah, off the, just when, it, when a goal hits off the crossbar, it always makes me like it even more. And I love the fact that he, the, he didn't boom. shoot... Because that's like the opposite post you would think he would shoot, right? Yeah. Like, I love those types of goals. Those free kicks are crazy. Crazy free kick. Amazing. Man, yeah. Good for them. No chance for Edison on that one. He actually had another good chance, too. I forget who, but uh, could have made more of a game of it, actually. Um, they almost did. I mean, City's goals are like, man, Aguero's goals. Like, I, yeah, yes, he's typical, there no. he's doing it, but like, it's, man, it's, he, just, he doesn't impress me besides the fact that he's scoring, you know? <laughs> it's typical Aguero. It's typical Sergio it's just Sergio things. So. Fox in the boxes. Just but not even, right place, right time. Yeah. No, just right place, right time. He's That's just there to tap is. it in. 
Yeah. He's not a he's he's a gold merchant is what he is. But it's not even like man. Look at tap this. It, sorry, tapin merchant. He's not a poacher. He's not like that poacher that like. No, he's just perfectly placed every single time. <sighs> Whatever. You turn around. Oh, look who's there. It's Kuhn. I will. I and don't even care. So. <laughs> a, a, uh, Sterling, another goal. Oh, yeah. His hot start to the season continues. Good Other for him. that. A little bit of good news before the bad news for myself. Spurs lost at home against Newcastle. Um, I didn't uh, watch the game. I saw some highlights and uh, I was watching a bit of um, some press conferences and a bit of analysis. After the game, I mean, just to quickly note, I don't know if you saw like the penalty shout. Oh yeah. How it wasn't a penalty. That's what I'm saying. It, it Again, like it doesn't make any sense. First Another, of all, he wasn't even close though. He goes with in, in with his head. Didn't like, look like he was trying to go for the ball. The it just the only thing I noticed was like Kane was kind of leaning more a bit towards the player. Obviously, it's still a penalty. I think and it's so blatant. Yeah, I mean, like it's careless. It's and just blatant like by the there's no need to do that. Other than that, Spurs had like no real opportunities to score. I mean, how? I mean, Newcastle. I mean, this 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 Newcastle team. How they won? I mean, <laughs> Joe Linton. It's just tough. To, you know, I just I can't believe it because like this Newcastle team is pretty. It's pretty tough. scrap. It's gonna be. It's gonna be another tough one. But uh, I mean, I just I can't believe it's week three and it's uh, every weekend it, it's it's yeah. var 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 and uh, it's, um, it's week three. I'm fed up because it's not even. It's a hot top. I thought it was gonna. No, but it's a hot top. But like, now it's for something the wrong like, reasons. Everyone mentions and then you're mad. It's just like oh, like, I'm fed up. Like I, it feels like it was created so that commentators and uh, people do like the halftime show have things to talk about because like there's there's a shout every game. And but I can't believe how much they're getting wrong. It doesn't make sense. They're yeah, really supposed to make they're getting more more, more things wrong than they're making good decisions. It's just uh, a bit of a shambles. There was even a penalty right shout in the uh, in the Man City game that uh, David Silva should have got. And uh, I don't know if you if you caught that one, but I heard that was the worst one of the weekend. And Kane's was bad, and Martial's was bad. So I can like only a imagine. foul because I, I don't. Yeah, a foul. I don't remember seeing this. David Silva got tripped. And they said, uh, I, from what I heard, it was the worst one of the weekend. And, like, just the ones we mentioned have been blatant. So, if you think about Kane and Marcel, like, both of those for us are 10 out of 10 penalties. Yeah. So, interesting. I mean, VAR sucks. So, uh, match of the week time. Let's hit it. Yeah, match of the week time. Hit me with that song, Wally. What you got? Do, 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 It's match of the week. Yes. But not a great one. Brought to you by Stove and Wally. Here we go. Uh, Liverpool hosting Arsenal. Final score, 3-1. And that's the end of Match of the Week. And that's Match of the Week in a nutshell. <laughs> um, no, but, but to get in it, um, I saw the, um, the formation just for, I mean, Liverpool, whatever. That's how they always set up, 4-3-3. Same personnel. Uh, yeah, pretty much. pretty much who I thought would start. For Arsenal, didn't really think the formation suited what was needed for this game. I mean, 4-3-1-2, super narrow. Right away from the get-go, I was questioning the 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 tactics that Unai chose. I mean, for, for a team like Liverpool, you, you don't want to give them the wide positions, especially with Robertson 
and uh, Alexander Arnold on, on the fullback positions. It, that's Trent that's their bread and butter. Arnold to you, sorry. That's TAA to you. Yeah, well, Trent. How long is his name? Give me a break. Long enough. Makes me want. I'll to just end. call him Trent. So, but it's true though. I just like and Salah team, Mane overlapping with the fullbacks. Yeah, but like they're wide. They're a it's wide super, team. Yeah, like you're giving them what they want, pretty much. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I would force them. This... I would force Henderson to go up the middle all day, you know. <laughs> so he actually had a decent game. Well, at one point he minus up. that screw up, but uh, so right away from from the get go, um, I was questioning. Pretty much, what was so who were the two up front for Arsenal? Obama Yang, Pepe, and, and, and Obama Yang. So which which starts on the bench? Yeah, um, and you know how I feel I about didn't, this. Yeah, I, you had mentioned earlier start all three. Start no, I, start I, them two. I don't care. Oh. Pepe's not even in my picture. I, okay. To me, I haven't even registered his transfer yet. <laughs> but I mean, there's too much talent. You need Obama Yang and like I said on the on the field. And if it's that bad that you can't fit them, play Obama Yang on the left, left wing. I, I thought it, we probably should have done like a 3-4-3 a three, three or something. Arsenal have to do something like that. 4-3-3, three, 3-4-3, three, 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 they got to do something. Plus, their fullbacks are nothing to write home about. So why do they have to stay for the back? First of all, our fullbacks, one of them is not a fullback. And one of them is Monreal. And one of them is going to uh, Sociedad. Allegedly. Who cares? The point is, he shouldn't be starting for Arsenal. I mean, he probably, sh- he probably won't be. Yeah. You know, listen, if you, if you have a team like stacked with these fullbacks, like, listen, yeah, you're going to play a four at the back, you know? I don't see why they need to play four But that's at the back. why I would have probably done three at the back. I would have liked to have three she center you know, backs. You have Maitland-Niles on the right. Kolasinac is good, actually, as a left wing back. Um, anyways, so right away, Liverpool dangerous from the get-go. Uh, I think it was like the second minute. Robertson plays in a beautiful pass. Firmino almost on the end of it. And uh, right away, I was just seeing, you know, the telltale signs of, of what was going to come. Um, well, it seems like Arsenal set up going there not to lose. Well, that's... It was, it was that's pretty, frustrating pretty negative on their part. Pragmatic. The, yeah, that too. I don't like that. Um, I, I kind of like it, but it depends on the situation. But, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gone there to sit up and give them what they wanted. You give them... Pretty much what they do every game. You know, you set yourself up a bit more in the sense that you play, you know, your, your usual setup, but you just play a bit more defensive. You try to control the game a bit better. Um, I mean, it seemed up until the 40th minute that we were doing that. Uh, we did seem quite solid defensively, very narrow. I mean, we had the Willock, Shaka, and Guendouzi playing as the three, and Ceballos more of a, of a free roll up, up in the middle. Uh, the so he tact- was the one? He yeah. was the, like, the 4-3, yeah, he was the one, and he was drifting a bit more wide at times on the left. Um, I, we did see what his tactics were, though, for the game. Aubameyang and Pepe counterattack at speed, and we did, we did do that on, on a few occasions. Pepe, he had, he had a chance. Sorry? That's how you have to play Liverpool. Yeah, and, uh, oh, well, forget about that stat of Van Dijk never getting dribbled past, but... Pepe dribbled past him quite easily. Uh, Aubameyang had the, the open net as well that he, he missed. Well, this is... Pretty, I mean, was this uh, on the Adrian mess-up? Yeah, yeah. Adrian, another little... This howler. was crazy again. I mean, clearly he's haunted by what happened at Southampton. A goalie with no confidence. I mean, he really fluffs this up. Uh, now, 
does Van Dyke play the ball back or he's saying like oh he was um, saying stay back I'm gonna pass it to you Adrian was running full speed towards him that's what it was yeah yeah pretty much so Van Dyke is kind of a little bit of running back there, running guess. towards his goal and then it seems like a simple enough play if the goalie stays home Van Dyke plays the ball back well, Adrian kicks it up pass. but that's it Adrian instead charges him yeah Makes a disaster of it. it. Doesn't hit the ball convincingly either. Like no, he was it's one thing if he came and hit it out and like okay, not what I want to do. Like Van Dijk probably says not what I want to do, but fine, we're good. I mean, crazy. It, it just looked bad. Now, does this go to the Obama? This is this, this directly is, to the Obama? Angle? Yeah, this is how he he kind of tries to chip it and. Oh. Uh, Kind of an yeah, it was an open net, but this is not easy. Adrian, no, but like but I thought, probably could have hit the target. Yeah, he, he probably should have, just just wide, uh, and like like that. You're playing away against Liverpool. Gotta take the you. Got to take those chances. I mean, you're not gonna get that many, and he didn't there. Um, Pepe, you know, on the, on the break as well. It was in the thirtieth oh, minute. This one's worse than the, the uh, chance. Yeah, this one. At least he hits a target. Fine. So the the play is still. It's still alive, but like all that work, uh, I believe it was it was Henderson who no Henderson fluffs it who who screws up there. He screws up in midfield. Pepe goes great dribbling. He gets yeah. past Robertson, I believe. Yeah, he, Robertson stays on his feet, which I don't know how because Pepe does like this little inside dribble quickly, like super quick, and Robertson does like he's running back and then he has to like shift his shift, shift his to body. his left to run uh, straight towards his net instead of backwards. So. I was looking at that, and that's the first thing I thought of. I'm like, how did he stay up? Like, crazy balance and, like, just, I guess, balance. I found the word, I guess. But, wow, very good. But Good maneuvering. Listen, Pepe, probably. I mean... No, I, yeah, I mean... Yeah, you're too you far gotta, to You gotta take that chance as well, but, like... He didn't try to do that. Either. No, uh, he definitely messed not up. Nutmeg? Is that what you said? Yeah. No, I don't think he tried to do it. Nutmeg. I think he just fanned on it. Yeah, he messed up his um, shot. Because you see it when you're closer. You go between the legs because the goalies make themselves yeah. big. So you go... No, through. he just... he just. But you're I way too far out. I think he just mishit. Uh, oh, he definitely did. Because you're way too far out to try to go between the yeah. legs. And so, then and then this was in the 30th minute. And then like a minute later, he, again, like a nice, beautiful shot that was very close. Uh, just curling just curler. a bit too yeah. much. So like those chances... You, no, Arsenal was in know, it. He, but like that's why I think the tactics in that sense, yes, it was a bit more negative. But like you're you're counting on those on those counter attacks basically. The funny to, thing to break at speed and like the funny thing on the Pepe thing. goal. You know how it starts. Pepe didn't have a goal. Sorry, the Pepe chance. He should have scored. Ah. Do you no, know how the play uh, no, starts? No. It's a corner for Liverpool. They take the corner in. It gets cleared out. That's where the ball comes to Henderson in midfield. He fluffs on it and then. But a corner for Liverpool, and then Pepe misses that's the breakaway. Pretty much how we always get scored against. But that's that's our that's our pro club's life story. That happens all the time. Oh well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that's why I was like, man, it reminded me of pro club so much. I'm like, man, we always concede like that. It's so frustrating. So like, the point is, don't take corners, kids. Yeah, that's what we learned, the hard way. Um, uh, so let's just get to the goal then, corner. Yeah. Speaking of a corner from Liverpool. I mean, actually, before the goal. Very. Before the goal, pretty early on, before these chances. Um, well, after the uh, the uh, Adrian fluff and then before the Henderson fluff, a, a very fluffy game. We have Ceballos in his corner. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That almost cost the goal. Uh, Manny take a shot. I mean, I wish no, it did cross, because it deserved a cross retribution. Yeah, you know? yeah I mean, it. Did, oh, he he had a pretty pretty horrible game actually, Ceballos. So maybe he just uh, can't play away. Maybe that. No, I don't think it's that. He can't play away. I mean, I think just Liverpool. 
you know, they just press teams so well, and I don't think... Well, where, where do Arsenal play this weekend? Well, they're playing at home. At home? Wait. Okay. Like, the weekend coming up? Yes. Yeah, at week home. four. At home? Okay. Next away we'll game. See. I'm, yeah, I'm we'll see. I'm watching the We'll see. That, yeah. If I, he goes I, 0 for 3 in away games, but then I, that's I what also I don't think he's that type of player who's... First of all, you're, you're, he's playing in that hole, and, like, you're expecting him to, to move all over the, the field, pretty much. He was drifting out left a lot, and... Listen, I don't know. The, I don't care. Uh, what he does here in the no, corner that is was crazy. Suicide. Don't know what he was trying. If he's playing at the park, just uh, wow. Like, switch the play from there. Not even close. Not even close. Uh, Manny actually does a really good shot, but uh, Leno, Leno just uh, eats it up. Yeah, I anticipated it going there as well. So good. I mean, good for Leno. I mean, Manny hits it well. Well, I mean, it, it was a nice, nicely struck shot, but it wasn't like anywhere. It wasn't in the corners or anything. It was uh, right at him, kind of. So. It's not like Leno had too much to do. Not too much, but I mean, I'm not gonna I give think him too he was much already falling here. to his side. Yeah. And it definitely wasn't Adam. He dove. He, do- he dove a bit down uh, and to his right. Definitely but to I his mean, right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like the hardest shot. I'm not going to give him too much credit for that. Ah, okay. Um, That's fine. So Leno doesn't... While he doesn't like Leno, we've No, no, that. it's not that. It's, That's uh, fine. So the goal. We have, uh, yeah, I mean... Matip scoring. Quite a bit Corner. of shirt pulling the box on... Both teams' parts. Very funny how, like, Van Dijk, though, like, really grabs David Luiz. He's grabbing uh, Guendouzi, actually. I know it's the same. Actually, they're, they're no, all... It was David Luiz. David Luiz and Guendouzi, they're both there. Uh. And all three of them are kind of holding each other's shirts. Um, but then the fact that when he, like, he turns around to complain to the ref. Not even complain, to, like, plead not guilty. Yeah. And then, like, it's just funny the way he did it. Because it looked, in the replay, once you know they score, it just looks so cocky. Because, like, Matip scores the header... And Van Dyke is not even facing them, you know? He's looking at the ref, like, saying, like, oh, I didn't, I didn't do, do anything. anything. Yeah. So, very funny. I mean, uh, it looked very easy, though, for Matip to score. Yeah, it was too easy. Open, but open, then again, open header at goal. But that, I mean, it's kind of Arsenal. Towering. Over. And Arsenal yeah. very susceptible on set pieces uh, for the longest time, actually. Um, so, yeah, nothing new there. Then we get the the penalty call. Um, yeah, this was, you know, two minutes into the second half. I thought he should have changed things at halftime. Um, I thought, you know, seeing what they already had, the lead, I thought he maybe would have brought on someone, you know, someone a bit different. Maybe bring on an extra attacker or an extra midfielder and maybe change uh, to three at the back or something. I saw a lot of criticism actually for on Emery for this game. Uh, from what I saw, like not looking too much into it, but I, I I saw some people speaking out over his choices and just the lack of choices actually. Um, it seemed like he made one choice at the first minute and that was it for the rest of the game. Like he didn't. There was no alteration. Yeah, he, he like for he, like some essentially stuck in his uh, stuck in his in his way for pretty much the entire game. And uh, man, you sound defeated. Yeah, well, I don't like losing. Keep it definitely much. shape. Keep it whole lot. You don't like losing. You're not the. Uh, you're not a Man City fan where you lose five times a year and that's it. What do you, you drop points five times a year? What are you talking about? You have to be used to used to losing. Nobody likes losing stuff. Nobody likes you losing, but <laughs> my God, shape up a little bit. It's week three. They lost to Liverpool. I mean, no, you, I know. What did you expect? No, I didn't expect them to win. Just a bit more. Man, it's got depressing. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, 
Moving on to the penalty. I mean, second minute of the second half. Um, David Luiz, not really sure what he's thinking, but I, I had said this when the transfer was done. He's capable of, of great moments, but he's capable of stupidities and kind of needless. I mean, it's not like... The ball kind of seemed like it was going, you know, towards the touchline, and uh, I'm not sure he really needed to do that. He definitely didn't need to. I didn't think he was going to look as bad. I don't think he thought it was going to look as bad as it did, um, because it looked so obvious and blatant. Yeah, like he held on too long. If he had held on for like a second or two, but it, it was, was like quick. three seconds. It, it, it seemed like long, though. I thought it seemed quick. It's oh. just It was more the fact that he did it, where it's like, ah. And, I mean, I don't want to toot, or toot our own horns too much this episode, because I feel like I have already, but we kind of called this, too, with, with the David Luiz transfer. Like, we were both... We know, we know. Well, we were both on the optimistic side. Like, we said this is this is pretty good business. In terms of the business sense, yes. But in terms of it's what you get as a, a player... Position, but, like, we also said, like, you know, it's a mixed player. It's not going to solve Arsenal's defense, you know? Um, but you know what's cool about this penalty, though? Is that you rarely see... A penalty where you think like advantage could have been played. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because most yeah, penalties, he... players are going down, right? You never see this where you're like, because Salah, like, if the ref didn't whistle so fast, he, he Salah, would, he would have gotten on. He didn't go down. He was going to the ball ish, you know? I just, I found, I found when I looked at it, I'm like, huh, you don't see that every day, you know? I don't know. You know what I mean, though? Yeah, because he, he kind of like turned back to complain, but like yeah. he, he was like, kind of still running when he you don't see when he was let though. go. Like most penalties, the player falls. Like that's that's the I saw that and I'm like man, like how funny would have been. Well, maybe maybe he wanted to stay on his feet as he was called a, a diver last season quite a few times. Yeah, um, but in the box, I mean, people go down. Like, yeah, that's it. There's a big sneeze. Someone in the fifth row sneezes, and the players are you know flopping. So, uh, great penalty by Salah though. Talk yeah, about penalty. Nice strike. Wow. Great strike. Moving on to a second goal, another great strike. It's basically the same thing over again. It's David Luiz making an error yeah. and Salah with a great. But finish. this was, I think, this was even more embarrassing, like even worse as a mistake because like he's also playing man. with a hand behind his back because he's got that yellow card now. Yeah, but that's like, why he doesn't go into Salah. Because no, I in know reality, he might not have that yellow. Charges he's in, it. charges in like a bull. Yeah, but at, at least if he had no cards, he could have just cracked him and took yeah. his loss. You know. Now he kind of he, he kind of knows and he's like, oh aggressive. no, I can't do it. But he did the thing that you can't do. Like if you're going to go in, you got to be aggressive. You got to win the ball or hit the man. You got to do one because either the ball's not leaving or the player's not leaving. That's how you have to play when you're that aggressive. He goes in aggressive and then realizes, oh no, like I'm I've gone too far. And then he stops. But I can't go further. I mean, Salah like he Salah calls it well. Like he sees it happen, kind of because he yeah, kind of just evades him very nicely. Uh, nice. You almost went into the stands, David Luiz. Oh, great um, speed! Salah turns on the Jets. Yeah, he cuts in front of Monreal. Reason, I guess it was on the it was on the right side. So, um, yeah, it, Liverpool's right. It must have been, been Monreal. He he burns Monreal for pace. He does that thing where like you run in front of the player, so the player either has to like let you go or clip you. So he does that thing where he really takes Monreal out of the play, and then it uh, simplest of finishes, just pass it, yeah. pass it far poles. We've seen Salah. No Lewis. chance. I mean. Not a no chance at all. Very well taken goal. Very well taken goal. Salah at full speed and the composure to with the finish. Great goal. Uh, 3-1. Uh, I don't think Arsenal get much after that. No. Uh, a few half chances. Uh, nothing really much uh, besides the goal. Add those up. The full chances. Yeah. Besides the goal. Um, 
I think uh, Liverpool, I mean, spot on offensively. They used their fullbacks to their advantage. Um, I mean, I thought Liverpool looked so much better than they did the past two games. Uh, just overall as a team, they were just pinning the ball around. Much more fluid. Uh, it seems like the rust, the rust was, was off. And, you know, like a, a big game like this, you're much more up for it. Um, I thought Klopp, again, got his tactics uh, pretty much in tune. Uh, they just looked overall very, very, uh, very solid defensively and offensively. You know, a few scares defensively. Adrian wasn't... Uh, no, that's not going to be forever, the, right? I mean, what's... No, hopefully, well, for them, hopefully Allison uh, is, is back in shape pretty soon. It's pretty scary to think that both like both Liverpool and Man City are already looking... I mean, not a great display for Man City, but three goals away, victory, three points. Like their their former selves. So, like, it's pretty crazy season. to think, like, it's week three, and they're already, like, pretty much fine-tuning their machines, you know? Like, these are super clubs. Like, these are... These are well-oiled machines, and like they're already into it. Week three, you know, like not much, uh, not much rust on these. Uh, no, like like I said, uh, Liverpool seemed like the dust already. Game week three is is off, and they're they're back, back to normal. So nothing but full steam ahead. And I mean, the fact that they didn't play that great the past two weeks and they still won, telltale signs for just champions, basically. So Man City, Liverpool keep the pace. We have uh, Spurs losing, Arsenal losing, Man U losing, Chelsea winning, making yeah. up some ground. Yep. So, man, this dog race, Leicester winning. Um, Wolves, Wolves tied. Tied and... West Ham. No, oh, no, no West Ham. Everton. 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 They lost, actually. Do you see? Man, this race, I'm telling you, this race from three to eight, it's going to be one of the littest in the last evers. <laughs> that's, oh, yeah. that's just good sentences. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Three to eight is going to be crazy this year. We're gonna. We're not even talking Champions League spots. We're talking Europa League, and we're talking eighth Champions League spots. <laughs> yeah, I'm. No, I'm just saying, like, it's gonna be a crazy top half of the table. I think. Um. So I mean, pretty good. Much uh, more, much more competitive. That's. I like. It's it. always good to see all the teams drop points. I like to see it. You know. Uh, I mean, Liverpool, Man City can win every week. I don't care. They just make their games care. Uh, make those, <laughs> make their games respectively against each other count. Like those, make those the classical, and that's going to decide the title. You know, win every other game. I don't care. But three to eight, including Everton and West Ham. Uh, fuck. And now I'm swearing. That's all right. Three to eight, including Everton and Wolves, and uh, Spurs, Arsenal, Manu and Chelsea, and Leicester. <laughs> Man, that's a lot of clubs. How many is that? Spurs. Arsenal, Man U, Chelsea, Leicester, Everton, and Wolves. You said Wolves twice, I think. Hold on. Arsenal, Man U, Chelsea, Spurs, Wolves, Leicester, Everton. That's seven spots, and then Liverpool and Man City. Okay. Nine. Say no more, Fab. Nine. The top nine. Crazy, crazy stuff. And because I keep saying West Ham, why not throw in the hammer? Top Crazy top half of the table. Looking forward to it. Uh, overall, what are you thinking about uh, week three of the Premier League, Wally? What are your thoughts? Week three, um, I agree. No, I mean, just to say, yeah, for my personal team, for us to still be in third, obviously it's match week three, so who cares? But like, you know, it's just like everyone dropped points that oh, yeah. that's challenging, so it's a good thing. It's a great time um, to lose. Especially when the other people that drop points were to teams that they should have won. Yeah, that's a, at least you lost to Liverpool. At least it's a away against a very good team. 
other teams lost against teams at home against not very good teams. Spurs were at home? Spurs were at home as well. Yeah, so no, dude, man, shut so, up, man. It was a very good weekend for Arsenal, actually. Jesus. I'll shut up, yes. My God. Okay, so uh, Premier League week three in the books. Serie A uh, week one in the books as well. Yeah, man, I'm going to get annoyed of numbering these weeks. Might just go by date now on. Um, no real other notable scores um, yeah, that's about across it, the other leagues. Nothing really to report of notice. Um, so we'll just move on to next week's games. What's our What's our game of the week? Our next two week? Our match of the games week. of the week are oh, yes. Juve against Napoli on the Saturday. Very nice at two forty five. Two forty five time. Love it. And the North London derby at home for Arsenal. Arsenal on the Sunday. At 11.30. So, two great match of the week. Those are tasty uh, affairs. So, we got basically the Serie A title challengers. And so third and league. fourth place and spots. A great, Up uh, for grabs. Yeah. Very, man. It's going to be intense. going to be a great weekend. We'll have two full match of the weeks uh, next week. So, uh, expect, I guess, a longer episode with full Serie A drama and Premier League drama. As always, looking forward to that. Hopefully, we come in with more energy. Um but that that'll tell. I mean, Spurs could go could go ham on Arsenal, and we'll see what kind of wily shows what are up your next predictions week. For those two games specifically, uh, are you playing at home? You are playing at home. Uh, I'm gonna go a draw with Juve Napoli, and I think Arsenal will tear Spurs apart. Oh jeez. I'm gonna go four one. I'm gonna go four one. I'm gonna go two two. Napoli Juve. I'm gonna make a means on this as well. I, I think Juve are winning at home. Uh, Juve will win at home uh, with a goal for Ronaldo. And I think I think a draw. Uh, so Spurs. the opposite of what I just said. Yeah. I see. Yeah, Juve win and I think a Spurs draw, but 2-2. Uh, I think there'll be goals in the game. I think they're at both ends, uh, there's plenty of chances. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that's what I, I, I... Man, I could actually see Spurs squeaking one. But we'll see. I'm expecting a draw, though, because I think... We'll probably have a few, a few uh, David Luiz uh, fluffs. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see. And I feel like Harry Kane likes a goal against Arsenal, too. So, uh, yeah. That's what I'm going for. Juve win and uh, Spurs draw against Arsenal. Fair enough. We'll see. But we'll break it all down next week here on Sock Talk. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, don't be afraid to leave us a like. Drop a review. Subscribe. I mean, we're going after all these platforms right now. Um, we're on Spotify and uh, Anchor, of course. Um, by the time this comes out, could be on more, actually. So keep a lookout. We'll be posting links on our social media. So uh, look out in the show notes for our Twitter and Instagram handles. Uh, we look forward to uh, gaining more of a following there so we can start a discussion. Um, but yeah, thank you all for your listening. Most importantly, tell a friend. You know how it works here. We want this, uh, we want this to spread like wildfire. So appreciate all the feedback. Uh, tell someone who's interested in soccer. Tell someone who's interested in two idiots talking about soccer. <laughs> uh, you know, whatever floats their boat, we float their boat. And that's how it works here at Sock Talk. Uh, so thank you all for tuning in. This was Sock Talk, where they sock and we talk with Stolen Wally. Wally signing off. Yeah! yeah.